Hi, this is the Marketing Connect Podcast. Hi, this is the Marketing Connect Podcast. Hi, this is the Marketing Connect Podcast. Hi, this is the Marketing Connect Podcast, a show where we get up close and personal with some of the most celebrated marketers in the country. We talk to them and discover nuances of marketing that we often miss. After all, we are a show for marketers by marketers. Listen in. Talk to any successful marketer in the country and they will tell you that the content that works for them tends to be on one of the following four pillars. Astrology, Bollywood, Cricket, Devotion. Better known as ABCD in the marketing parlance. So today, we have with us Manav Sethi of Eros helping us demystify the pillar around Bollywood. Here is Manav for you. Hey guys, my name is Manav Sethi. I'm Group Chief Marketing Officer for India's biggest uh, Bollywood studio called Eros. Uh, we've just announced our merger with a Hollywood entity called STX International, thereby creating India's first case study of Bollywood merging with Hollywood. Uh, we also run and manage one of the largest OTT platforms, which has about 180 million plus. Hi, Manav. Thank you for this. Welcome to the Marketing Matters podcast. So, so excited to have you. Thank you very much. So, quick question. You ended by saying that you reach about 80 million people. So, do you want to elaborate? How do you reach those people? Eros as a group has two distinct uh, kind of businesses. One is the studio business and the other one is the OTT or the platform business, right? Wherein all the movies and shows uh, go live. In fact, we are one of the entities which have also done pioneering work in short form uh, content for maths where we have launched uh, quickies, which are like 10-minute episodes. And uh, we've also done some direct-to-digital premieres for short films as well. So, uh, you know, as I said, and uh, if you look at our uh, recent quarterly earnings, you would realize that we have about 180 million plus uh, registered users, right? And these uh, users are the users who have come to our platform, consumed, interacted, engaged, uh, with content in some shape and form over time. And, uh, you know, uh, as far as the ODT platform is concerned, we are one of the earliest uh, sort of ODT movers in this space. And I'm also very happy to share that we are the only partner on Apple TV Plus platform outside of any US entity. So we are the only international partner on Apple TV Plus. Right? So that is the testament of the vision that the shareholders have had and also the kick-ass execution in terms of content slate that has been built over time in terms of movies and shows. So, Manav, uh, I'm going to ask you a loaded question and, and, and I do not want to take this up or not, but uh, you mentioned that you, know, you, you look up to certain people in the industry and to the world around you to look for opinions and answers. So, so who are your, you know, marketing gurus? Who do you approach? Who do you go to for inspiration? If you have a problem, who do you go and ask and, you know, knock on the doors of? Who do you spend time with? If you want to name some people, it will be amazing. Yeah, so uh, I think, you know, looking uh, from India's standpoint, there are a few friends that I have in, uh, you know, where I knock their doors, uh, whether for marketing or enterprise or business in general, right? Uh, Samir Nair happens to be one. Sanjeev Gupta happens to be one. So Samir was the guy who, you know, 
pretty much built star in India and South Asia. And he was the guy who handpicked me to launch Alt, which is India's largest SVOD play with Ekta Kapoor. Uh, Sanjeev Gupta was the youngest uh, CEO for Coca-Cola India and he was on my board when I was doing Ask Me. Uh, Nachiket Antwaitya was my CEO at uh, Alt again, uh, right? And then Rajan, I mean, Rajan Anandan is such a treasure and, you know, uh, I mean, I have so far not met a guy who is so, you know, accessible, grounded, has a world view and yet has micro views in place, right? So I think these are the few people who I've been lucky to, you know, sort of discuss thought leadership with. So is the case with uh, Ajit when, you know, he was at Hotstar as well. So, I mean, a lot of uh, intelligent people that, um, you know, the ecosystem has. So next uh, question is, Manav, like uh, on the similar lines, I was talking to another guest on the podcast and he said that, you know, he watches a lot of films and those films give him ideas for marketing. Like, like for example, he mentioned that he watched this movie called Lagan with Amir Khan in it and how this Amir Khan could, the character could actually motivate his entire, you know, village to fight against the British with a common message, common theme. So, so, so film, watching films is a good idea in terms of generating ideas for marketing and, and enriching yourself. What other non-conventional ways do you, you know, go about to learn uh, about marketing? I think, uh, see, marketing is one uh, sort of domain which is very tightly built or knitted with consumer behavior, right? So I think for any marketer or for any marketing enthusiast, it is very important to sort of not only uh, understand the consumer, but also do understand the underlying consumption shifts, consumption currents, right? Undercurrents which are taking place. And that could happen while you are, you know, uh, standing in a kirana shop or a grocery store to when you are in a mall to when you are talking to a 10-year-old girl. I mean, uh, I'll give you a very classic example that happened to me about a week ago, right? Uh, uh, I mean, two weeks ago when my daughter's school got shut and suddenly they all were moved to a online, uh, you know, I think they're using Google Meet. Earlier they, had, they were using Zoom. So I think, so she said, Ki, you know, why don't we have a video uh, platform which is meant only for kids where you can't see anything except a kid's face, right? And I was thinking, wow, is that the next uh, platform waiting to be built? Maybe yes, right? But if you, and now you try correlated, you know, with what Steve Jobs said, right? He said that, you know, usually uh, consumers don't know what do they want. I mean, you have Uber as a example, you have iPhones as an example, you have e-commerce as a completely, you know, shift in trend, etc., etc. Right. So uh, coming back to your core point of whether a movie gives an idea or whether a book gives an idea or whether a blog gives an idea, I think marketing is one such thing where, you know, it is it is largely understanding of people and a lot of uh, connecting of dots. But uh, from a source of learning, it could be a movie, it could be a song, it could be... Uh, stand-up guy. Uh, I mean, if you watch Hasmukh, uh, you know, from Applause on Netflix recently, you do, you know, there are certain 
insights in that as to how a young boy from uh, you know sort of interlands come to a big town like Bombay and makes it big, right? Uh, if you try correlating it, you know, with the ad film that Piyush Pandey does, and I still remember the one that he did for Fevi uh, Call, you know, which had Sofa mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if you yeah. have uh, Thakurain. I mean, exactly, right? Thakurain ka Sofa, right? I mean, look at the deep inside. Right? So, you know, as 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 Samir used to say, I mean, the guy at uh, Applause Now and Gold and Star, right? That India is a wide chasm between Nagin and Narcos. Mm-hmm. That's a good right? one. So. So, you know, right, so you have, uh, you know, English speaking sort of 200, 300 million potential audience in the country, right? But the, those 800, 900 million people don't consume, don't speak English as their first language, right? Right. So I think for them, uh, you know, from a marketer standpoint, the entire thought process, the insight, the communication, the creative, your USP, the value prop, I think all of that, you know, needs to be looked at from a completely right imagine if heavy call was making an ad in english largely you know for english speaking audience right but then the tg and the comms you know really required to pick that you know key inside that how when you give your sofa for repair right it it is largely that that furniture guy who really goes out and buys what adhesive to use on one side you have Hindi speaking, uh, you know, people, which is the majority vernacular play. And on the other side, you have these English speaking guys who are smaller, 200, 300. So uh, I'm going to continue the conversation on that only. So as a as a person who manages uh, a large ad spend on OTD platform and production of content and international uh, marketing spends, uh, how do you how do you balance? Uh, you know, how do you choose what do you want to put money on? Like for example, right now. How do you know that this is where I'll put the money on? This is where the, uh, you know, uh, focus would be. So I think uh, even when I was doing e-commerce, right? And I think these are the insights that I built uh, in those days as well. I think I was one of the few marketers in the country who was spending 80% of the marketing budget on digital at large. That is one. So I think I was very clear that if if the consumption is happening on digital platforms, right? If your if your primary guy is consuming online, then then why is it that you would want to go about catching him in a offline media environment? And I still have a you know anecdote. Uh, you know when we were doing uh, Ask Me Bazaar and Ask Me Scaling Up, we realized that uh, in our media plan, right? Usually when you go and buy media, every agency will say that the prime time is 1900 hours onwards right so you start buying your spots usually in prime time at least that's what you strive to do right with whatever budgets you have but we realize that our peak consumption in the traffic happens at 2200 hours and when i started uh, you know correlating it with other e-commerce platforms as well the similar trends were emerging with them as well and that's when we said internally yeah, that why is it that you know i should be having a single spot at nine o'clock nine thirty or ten o'clock right because my guy is already buying there so he's not watching tv in all probability that's one second we also realized that you know these are the guys who had possibly added the sku in the cart or they were browsing a lot you know at that time 
and maybe buying later but they were not buying it on their move right they were in a stationary so wi-fi was the primary mode of consuming the internet so we realized which means that they're largely at their homes right and we all know that india is a single tv household right which means that you may be doing these browsing on your device sitting in a room where possibly you don't have a tv which means that you're not looking at my ads at all right so why should i be spending on that time band so i think you know that's the 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 play where data plays a lot of role and for a marketer and which is why i lay a lot of emphasis on data that for a marketer today unlike a traditional fmcg world right where you were selling soaps and shampoos there was a lot of seasonality that came to you on the table ki boss winters mein ye sku ye flavor ka zyada dikhta so we all know that you know a uh, glycerin soap which is let's say a pears orange soap sells more in winters whereas pears aloe vera or a oil alan soap sells more in summers it's a seasonality right so any new guy who would come he would rely on this whereas when you are doing a ott play when i was launching alt right i mean i pretty much broke the notion that india doesn't pay for content imagine launching a platform you know with only 22 shows all of those are made in hindi right and all of them are behind paywall nothing is free right and you are asking people to play so coming back to your point i think it is lot so choosing where to spend choosing how to spend is is a function of you know your a with experience of course you build certain hunches you build certain you know again go back to my statement of connecting the dots you have, you have, you have learned certain things you try to correlate them with the consumers so you try doing lot of experiments when you are sort of launching something in a territory which wherein something has never been done before was never done before when ask me was launched there were you know uh, amazon of the world flipkart of the world which were catering to a very premium tg right are uh, trying to sell a relaxo chappal to a guy in lucknow and trying to sell a nike shoe to a guy in northeast who has propensity to pay but can't buy because nike will not open a store in shillong you know so those so then you try correlating lot with you know whatever knowledge that you have acquired so far but you try to question everything and try to rely on what your progressive data brings back to you Okay. and that is something uh, i mean look at your social channels right now yaar i mean earlier days uh, if you recall for every consumer feedback to happen you had to do a primary research a secondary research org marks of the world were built around this right today if you follow your social channels if you follow your app store reviews right your play store reviews you know every minute how your consumer is reacting what are his pain points and i think that is very very important and rest on a marketer's shoulder to really you know deep dive and look at those again you know pearls which are lying out there to be captured right that is again only step one step two is how do you make them as a factor of improvement and production right so if if your delivery which was supposed to happen uh, you know on a particular day and not happening right then the guy saying is not yet delivered then you just can't stop at saying okay we are looking into it right he needs to know when is it gonna reach him 
which means that at your back end you should have had a process in place where the ticket is tied with the logistics team the logistics team is talking to the outsource partner outsource partner has a system in place which gives him the real time almost real time status as to which city which center the consignment is and in how many days or hours it is going to reach him so that within next 3 hours you can go back to your disgruntled you know a consumer saying dude here is it that you have 100 bucks voucher accepting the delay and here is it definitely that your stuff will reach you so i think those are the things that uh, you know requires lot of device uh, so uh, mana also do you want to quickly talk about your journey like from the time you passed out of your college till the time like just sure so i think uh, you know after my mba school i was a second or third guy to be hired from the campus right and i was very happy and elated to join a company which was into software automation solutions i was very clear that i'm not going to go in the old economy world because tech and this is uh, you know 99 this is 2000 2001 when internet was you know sort of still coming up with we had seen few of the markets crashing in the us and so my first job was in uh, financial automation solution sales i used to sell banking automation solutions those were the days when banks were you know implementing core banking and branch banking solutions so i was hired uh, from campus to lead the north market for that you know very happy very elated but uh, when i look back now i realize that you know it was a mistake in the sense that i never had a boss right i was reporting into a guy who was sitting in bombay so it was incumbent on me to learn on the trade learn from my mistakes while i'm doing those right but thankfully that guy was very good that he would encourage me we would get on calls right those days there was still not a video call had not become scalable so we would get on calls he would mentor me so i mean looking back not that bad right but it it also sort of you know built in uh, self reliance self cautioning self assurances as well uh within one and a half years i got poached by a competitor then which was uh, again into financial automation solution but the the scope got expanded right from banks gotten into capital markets was looking at e broken solution depository back office solutions we were then implementing the largest nms for ifco which is network monitoring solution they had a smart card business so lot of exposure into lot of new domains right we used to sell sap licenses eai was a big rage then enterprise application integration so did lot of stuff then right and uh, but then i was itching to go in the trueblue.com world and that's when i got hired by webdunia so web dunya uh, started as uh, you know la- local language internet uh, platform and i think we were way ahead of our time if you look at what daily hunts and others are doing now and the kind of value you know the uh, p guys are giving them i think we were way ahead of time so we sort of built a uh, you know local language uh, internet solution so in those days if you recall redef and india times the entire ability to write your mail or chat in 11 indian languages is something what we powered right for the very first time i remember i was uh, closely working with microsoft and we did uh, project ardhkum in haridwar right so virtual rt was you know sort of 
and remember these were those days when you know vas was still you know at its prime wallpapers ringtones astrology were the hit you know heydays uh, reliance had uh, put its bets on cdma network right so and india times had launched 8888 and i mean those were the glorious days right? uh, but also those were the days when the vas was uh, grappled with the telcos uh, you know largely controlling the ecosystem so uh, while i was working for webdunia uh, i was working very closely with uh, india times and uh, you know we sort of not only powered on the consumer internet side but we also worked a lot with the enterprise side on the bccl side so we built their we automated their entire agency booking system right when in old days you were to require to walk into a offline store to give in classified ad right and they because the print run had to happen at a particular time so they would not accept an ad uh, beyond a threshold so if you want to add to go out to, uh, tomorrow you had to you know sort of go to an offline outlet to give that ad maybe a day and a half earlier so we sort of automated all of that integrated with their sap and it stuff like that so while i was working very closely with india times um uh, reliance entertainment uh, had formed i think the first thing that they did was acquire ad labs from anil ambani side this was around the same time the split had just happened and rajesh had moved from india times to uh, lead the entire entertainment uh, initiative and, and he hand picked me to be part of the corporate strategy role so uh, and and those are the days when i was also studying law after my mba i had an eight part time from ofac in in the university my one paper is still remaining so i have i have unfinished law law education right so um but but you know what that taught me and what that allowed me you know when i look back at things right mba with law gave me the ability to move from a pure play sales alliances to a strategy role so i joined reliance to be part of the corporate strategy team that worked on launching uh, businesses across fm radio uh, the pack which was into online gaming bigadda which was into online social network then bigflix which was into online dvd rental business and uh, of course we launched reliance big motion pictures big music etc right we also acquired animation business and you know sort of built a huge animation studio and while i was doing corporate strategy i was also heading the mobile tv initiative in those days uh qualcom had a technology called media flow nokia was working with dvbh and there were you know competitive technologies like sdmbt etc uh but one of the key uh, meetings it turns out that uh, reliance communications has uh, sub 1 meter uh, satellite imagery and in top 20 cities in india because they were working on fttb model where fiber was to be terminated on the building and do remember that arcom is the largest or top 3 guys uh, who you know which owns uh, optical fiber in the country right so because they were looking at a fttb kind of a model they had uh, sort of done lot of gis surveys and sitting in their knock at dakc they would know that atlantis building on turner road in bandra has x number of floors has this particular socio economic segment they knew the lat long right and 
and uh, they were using all this info largely for the enterprise purposes because they were doing the network planning and how the SLAs for the services etc they would need right uh, that's when I recommended that why don't we launch it as a consumer platform and uh, everyone jumped on the idea we were lucky to get a million dollars from Anilambani's uh, office to start working on this plan and that's when I assumed the operational role and so I sort of, uh, you know, started to build uh, big maps uh, from scratch, hired the very first guy, got my lab to DAKC, uh, you know, hired 20, 30 key guys uh, to work on it, hired a team of partners who would go out with the GPS data, collect lat long for yellow pages and all, right? And, uh, you know, so we, we, we built that entire, we started to build that entire platform from scratch. And within two quarters of working on it, I had Navtech, uh, prior to being acquired by Nokia, willing to invest $5 million in the business. Uh, good days. ADA said that, you know, we don't need the money. Let them come back, uh, you know, once we are looking at formal money raise and once we build certain value, which was logical to do so. Uh, but then 2008, happened we had just launched and the entire uh, you know money market flip we were told that for all the new economy businesses you got to go and raise money and that's when we consolidated uh, all the new economy businesses within reliance entertainment and went out uh, meeting all the potential investors to raise money uh, of course you know with uh, with a significant shareholder in reliance on the other side it was not easy for any other p or vc guy to jump in at least in those days right uh that's when as last resort i went to money at just dial and i said money you have uh best of the breed offline yellow pages business we have built this online platform created yellow pages data with at long it is a perfect marriage waiting to happen so within i think two to three weeks of doing the due diligence uh they uh sort of uh put in a term sheet for acquisition of business but again i think reliance was non-committal to you know let go of that play and the idea was to merge it with the radio business because radio is a local business uh but then i was not sure you know uh what to do that's when uh you know me with my uh technology head i stepped out and uh, that's when uh, I dabbled with few startups. I started to work on, uh, you know, advising few early stage companies. And while I was doing that, uh, two of India's largest Yellow Pages companies merged, uh, namely Infomedia and Edit. Uh, Astro Group of Malaysia, they had written the round of investment. And that's when they hired me to to sort of, you know, bring in the digital sold for the company but then astro uh, you know which happened to be our largest shareholder by then got mired in the 2d scam and they took a cautious call to exit country at large right and uh after that I, and but that was a great experience uh when we uh shut that down then samir who was working with ekta kapoor as the group ceo for uh Balaji telephones they were looking at launching india's first scod play and they smartly so in, in hindsight they took a cautious call not to hire any guy from the broadcasting side they said we need a guy who understand uh, digital who understand uh, digital marketing at a scale who has done customer acquisition at scale that's when he reached out to me and said why don't you uh why don't i come on board and launch alt to me that was the logical next step because you've done classified yellow pages and local search and you've done 
uh, e-commerce and marketplaces. Video on the internet, uh, you know, is something which is still a phenomenon, right? And that's when I, uh, you know, sort of moved from a 60 million uh, annual marketing budget to I remember the first year alt marketing budget was seven million dollars. So imagine in seven million dollars, and I used to have a team of about 150 people at Ask Me, and I think at Alt I had at its peak I had a team of about 15, one five. <laughs> but amazing experience, right? Amazing experience. So imagine that you are actually working on breaking the notion that Indians don't pay for content, right? And I think we successfully did that. And that's where my joy lies. Uh, so, uh, you know, launching brand platform, and I think we launched with seven shows, if I remember, uh, six Hindi and one Tamil, Maya Thera, yeah. Right. And so we launched that, we scaled it, and uh, uh, within two quarters of launching Alt, we had uh, Reliance Geo uh, coming up and picking up 24.9% stake for about 419 crores in the company. So that was the you know, true testament of uh, success of what we did. And two, three things that we did very unique from marketing standpoint, because I didn't have humongous budget to spend and I wanted to create a top end of the funnel, right? Because people on one side were consuming Netflix and Amazon Prime and on one side, you know, here I was launching Alt. Um, we started to give one episode free on YouTube. We said, because if, if, if you don't have humongous budget to spend on print, on TV, etc., how do you broad base the funnel? How do you reach out, right? And you realize that YouTube is still the large, you know, the lowest common denominator when it comes to mobile video, right? There is, yeah, I think, yeah. So we said, why don't we leverage on that platform to build a platform? And I think that worked very well, you know, for us. And Google also wanted to showcase it as a case study then. And uh, when I left Alt, and again, I left Alt largely because of, uh, I had launched about 22, 25 shows. Uh, we had launched, uh, across, we had launched globally across some 20 plus um, markets, and it had acquired the leadership position. I, I still remember uh, App Any report that came within uh, two quarters of our launching. We were the top three uh, paying OTT app in the country, right? Uh, so did that, and then uh, it all happened. <laughs> Right. So uh, the entire arc has been, the uh, journey has been very, very interesting. In fact, at Ask Me, I did a couple of uh, pioneer things as well. We were first to do a, a sort of marketing integration with AIB, right? We did a campaign called Ask AIB, which actually won a bronze MV at GoaFest as well. Uh, you, know, you can go on YouTube and you can check those videos. I think every video got some tens of millions of views without us paying a single penny. So those are all organic views. So Ask KIB was one, Rocky and Mayur. So I think when Rocky and Mayur were known only in the offline world, I did a campaign with them wherein we said, let's find thousand best places to eat in the country. So we sort of created a crowd you know, campaign where we said, okay, if Rocky and Mayu say that the best butter chicken in Delhi is at Moti Mahal, right? According to you, which are the next three best butter chicken places in Delhi? Or if the best chart in Lucknow is at Hazrat Ganj, where do you get the best chart, right? Uh, you would be surprised to know that within, I think again, a quarter or two of that campaign go live, my searches on food grew up by 20%. 
which means more leads for restaurant partners who are on asking right they did a similar thing with winkle khanna because she is known for her interiors and you know furnishings uh, books happened to her later and uh, we sort of you know with glitch started to create look books so when video blogs you know was was talked uh, right we were actually doing all of that so with rocky and mayu twinkle khanna veer sangvi we did videos which are largely on the vertical specialized farmer led videos so a lot of learning there so is it isn't this uh, coming back again right i mean a lot of people are now starting to do vertical uh, videos again right i mean all these channels are opening up comedy ka ho gaya films ka ho gaya food ka ho gaya so yeah. aren't these channels also coming back no that is absolutely the logical course right i mean what what we looked at way back in 2014 15 if you realize uh 15 16 uh 20 i mean with tiktok now coming up i mean those are the days when there were no video influencers right instagram was still shaping up instagram was a novelty then right so i think it is a logical course today right because people don't want to trust as far as the reviews are concerned from someone who they don't know right and today a consumer is also smart that he knows that the you know reviews for a particular restaurant may be motivated or influence reviews so you might as well follow someone who you trust for food who you trust for clothing who you trust for fashion who you trust for furniture who you trust for you know fitness right which is why you think all these scalable recurring forms of consumption or vertical right across food lifestyle health and fashion right that's where you will see lot of uh, video led commerce and consumption you know triggering up and it is purely logical so uh, that brings me to the next question manav uh, uh, obviously we are living in you know super different times than anybody would have predicted uh, with the corona virus around us so the world as we knew it till about two months ago is now obviously changing so as a as a marketer that you know has the pulse of the market ki logo kya content chahiye kya pasand aata hai what do you think is 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 going to happen in the next 6 months do you do you want to gaze in the crystal ball and say ki kya hoga 6 mahine mein so i don't think no one has that answer number one right um, but what we have seen so far spaces like entertainment spaces like education spaces like health and spaces like gaming right these are the few verticals which have seen a uplift in consumption in the online form right and i think these will continue to grow and these will also allow certain models to come up i remember i was talking to this dono yesterday who was asking about that how you know this will shape up the tv versus ott place to which i said boss it is any which ways a structural shift right we are any which ways moving from tv as a household device to mobile as a personal consumption device right what what covid will do is that because it has already made next tens of millions of people taste ott right so that trial trigger which was waiting to happen and which people were not willing to do possibly because they said oh we'll do it once we are free today they are free and which is why they are spending more time on the ott platform and which is why they are discovering the flexibility the non appointment viewing the plethora of content the shows that they may have never even you know seen the trailers of right the, the entire spectrum of shows as you know as i said nagin to arcos 
so i think those are the the new consumption patterns those are emerging and in certain cases these these will become scalable new normal in certain cases these will acquire significant minority shareholding as far as the consumption is concerned so right at least till such time that this persists you will be a lot more empathetic right you will be a lot more uh, utility led okay you will be lot more uh, you know social responsibility led right so, so i think that to that extent it will change number one number two it will also start reflecting in your media mix as well right so i mean you and i both know that the print i mean you didn't have the print circulation happening right so the print has taken a lot of hit right tv has taken a lot of it because no new shows are coming in no new episodes are coming in right which means that the digital has become a forefront i mean i've been watching netflix in the recent past continue to taking mastheads on youtube okay which was not the case earlier okay so so i think those shifts will happen right uh, you will see lot of uh, efforts on retention programs right because you know that acquiring new customer in today's day and age may not be the case right i think you know for for a ott platform if you realize right we've always been uh, sort of plumbers with uh, too much choice right so the content discovery has been talked about has been a challenge right today for a marketer it it allows a significant opportunity because never ever it has happened that a show like narcos or a show like gandibat or a show like bodi uh, has been watched by 100% of potential tg right you carve out a potential tg you show your comps to them but in those days when you were launching two new shows every month your velocity of communication creatives and comps was such that your focus on older shows was only as much today because no more new shows are coming in no more new content is coming in right you have that opportunity to take those hidden gems and bring it out and take it to their audiences so that's where a lot of focus on retention program so i think to that effect the communication and the communication strategy and has to You just heard the latest episode of the Marketing Connect podcast, a show for marketers by marketers. The show was brought to you by C4E and the Podium.